Hey there, Dave here. Before getting into the episode, I have some cool people that I would like to say thank you to. People like Chris Nelson, Zolgeek, Colby Moyer, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, and Jill. These lovely people have all gone to patreon.com slash realdavejackson and supported the tube and the podcasts within. You can be just like them by heading to patreon.com slash realdavejackson. As little as $2 per month will get you some treats like voting rights on what comes up on episodes of a top three podcast and tales from the backlog, bonus episodes and bonus content, and much more. Once again, that's patreon.com slash realdavejackson. Check it out. That'd be very cool of you, and you would be my hero. All right, on to the show. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name is Dave Jackson, joined today by the regular Top 3 crew, Aaron Angle. You got to admit, it's getting better. You're fucking better all the time. <laughs> I put more preparation into doing that than I did actually coming up with this list. boy. I was like, is that like, is that like Jack Black singing, getting better? Yeah, I sound like Jack Black. That's true. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Alan Nichols is here, too. Hey, everybody. And fan favorite, Bloodbath McGrath. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the not-dark timeline that we were all in last week. Now you're in the chaotic neutral timeline, so have fun (laughs) with that. (laughs) Chaotic neutral is a very funny way of describing this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would say we're definitely not good. We're not chaotic good, but neutral, yeah, probably. Um, and like Bloodbath said, this week we're talking about the top three things that keep getting better. Last week or last episode, we did top three things that keep getting worse, and that was uh, quite that was a doozy of a recording. A um, lot of lot of feelings came out during that recording. So this week we decided to flip it around and do top three things that keep getting better. If this is your first time listening to the show, we've all done our top three. Uh, Some of us just finished our list like 35 seconds ago. Some of us don't have our list done yet, but we'll do our top three. We'll all take turns going around. We all do our number threes. Then we all do our number twos, number ones, quick honorable mentions, and then lots of listener top threes this week as well. So top three things that keep getting better. Alan, what's your objection to this week's topic? What are you mad about this time? I didn't, I don't have any objections, but only because I didn't think about it until this afternoon, Dave. Good man. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the list then. I don't think we need to really get into any, um, you know, stipulations for this topic. Let's just get into it. So my number three is, uh, options for listening to stuff. Uh, I originally had music on here, but then I realized that things that keep getting better are, you you can add in podcasts, you can add in audiobooks, you can add in music, of course. Um, back, I mean, I remember not that long ago when I was first like learning to drive and shit and I was out driving around, my two options were to listen to the radio and hope that there was something good on. The other option was to put a CD in that CD player that plugged into the cigarette jack and then just like 
hold it to make sure it didn't skip as I'm driving around town, paying more attention to the CD player so that Green Day doesn't skip than what's actually on the road. So you have infinite things that you can listen to during your time now. And uh, that means if you're listening to this podcast, thank you very much. Thank you for choosing us. But that's my number three. Good choice, Dave. Because I'll tell you, I can relate so much to being high school and early college and all you had was either a rigged up tape deck with you know some kind of a converter for a CD player or maybe if you had started to get onto the iPod trend um you had one of the little transceiver transceivers that would like you know you'd pick a a bad uh you'd take a weak radio station and you'd plug your iPod into this little device and uh, it would go over the radio, uh, which never sounded good. Um, <laughs> and, you know, your iPod, you know, at most could hold a couple thousand songs. Uh, there was never anything good on the radio. Never. Um, or you had huge wallets of CDs that you would just like, you know, try and constantly rotate. So you had something good to listen to. Um, and I agree, like with the invention of Spotify and other streaming services, like you can listen to anything at any moment in time, like, like, Kids today do not know how good they have it, for sure. I think it's right. So what's even funnier is like we can even take that like a little further with the CD thing. Like I remember like the first time I was like around like a cool like high school kid. And he was like, yeah, I got this six CD changer uh, in my trunk. And I'm like, what's that, dude? He's like, I'm glad you asked, Aaron. Uh, instead of only having one CD and having to constantly change which CD I want to listen to, I can put six in at once and it rotates it. So I can listen to, I basically have the option of listening to six different CDs. That's like, let's say tops, like 70 songs, like, right. And that, at that time, that was crazy. It's like, oh fuck dude. Like I don't, I don't have to switch between my Garth Brooks CD and the wicked soundtrack. I can put them other Garth Brooks CD, (laughs) my other (laughs) Garth Brooks CD. Uh, I can just put them and then I can rotate between that. Um, and I just, one other point I wanted to make, like, I don't pay for uh, like Spotify. Right. But I do think it's like, even still like an improvement to that radio experience to where I can pick a, like a channel, like, okay, I just want to listen to music that's the Spotify algorithm says reminds them of this. And I'm getting like a whole like block of not only their music, but other music that's similar to it. So while the radio thing I agree was terrible, at least with Spotify, even if you don't pay for it and you kind of want that like similar experience, you just type in a band you like and they'll throw you a whole block of music you either have heard before or haven't heard before. And it's all going to be in that same vein, which I also think is really cool. But uh, yeah, no, awesome answer, Dave. Yeah, man. And like even not getting into like, you know, an algorithm giving you just a thousand hours of music that sounds just like the stuff that you like. It just even simple stuff, just like, you know, oh, there's this new, you know, singer I heard about. Let me just instantly go on Spotify and find one of their songs or go on YouTube and find one of their songs. Like it's, uh, it's just kind of incredible how far it's come. And like, there's, you have every single song available to you at all times now, especially when you factor in YouTube, which has, um, like everything there's, there's nothing that's not on YouTube. Think of some 
weird ass obscure like you know mongolian band that bloodbath listened to in college they're on youtube they might not be anywhere else but they're on youtube it's great he still has a a cd of that mongolian yeah (laughs) fuck yeah Yeah. man on tour 2022 (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's my number three um things to listen to like we we mainly talked about music there but i mean you can listen to any book you want podcasts all kinds of stuff so aaron what's your number three all right my number three yeah okay all right so my number three is going to be uh basketball players uh so i've uh, been watching basketball pretty consistently I mean, since I was like, I don't know, like seven or eight, like seriously. And uh, w- the craziest thing about basketball today is, is, is how much faster it is. And, and, I th- and one of the main reasons behind like why it is what it is and how, why basketball has evolved into more of a shooting game is you are starting to get these like freak fucking athletes uh, that can do e- everything. 1992. You were 6'10", like, right? You stood under the basket, you grabbed rebounds, you got slam dunks, and you blocked sweep. You didn't do anything other than that. You weren't allowed to come out to the three-point line. If you did, they would (laughs) fire you immediately, like, right? But now now you have these, like, like, let's just, I mean, like, I I could talk about LeBron James all night and how, like, there there is just, you have never seen a human specimen like this fucking guy. But let's take a look at uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, right? Six fucking eleven. He can shoot threes. He can he can handle the ball. He he can drive it with with ease, man. Like you, we're getting to a point in the NBA today is like there's a reason why like it's turning into a game where everybody can shoot three pointers. It's because these fucking seven foot Lithuanian guys. The Pelicans have a guy named Jonas Valanciunas. He was playing in the league eight years ago, and he was a stand down defensive guy with a little bit of a fucking rim presence offensively. This motherfucker shooting four three pointers a game for the Pelicans right now, dude. Um, so I, I, I guess the best way, like, I, I don't necessarily like. I'm not necessarily happy with how basketball has evolved and the game that it kind of is today, mainly because my team's bad all the time and I need a reason to complain. But uh, you could even like branch this off into like human athleticism. Like humans are like I, I see shit on the internet every day that I never thought I would see another human being do. But if I'm gonna specify it, like, like. Basketball players are just way more athletic than they've ever been. They're way more skilled than they've ever been. The logistics and science that goes behind like developing players is better than it's ever been. So uh, I, I, I guess as somebody who's like a really huge fan of the game, I, I, I got to say basketball players just getting better every day. Yeah, you're 100% right. And this is why Anytime someone is like, I don't like basketball because they don't play defense. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to talk about basketball with you because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It makes me so mad, dude. They're playing defense at the highest level possible against people who are so good at offense that it looks yeah. like they're not playing. De- like you, you have no idea what you're talking. You have no, if you say that, yeah. you have no idea what you're talking about. And I will discredit anything you say about basketball forever. Watch a game. These people are also the best yeah. defenders on the planet too, mind you. Go go watch a game from the late 90s. Like watch a game, watch Michael Jordan's last game uh for the Bulls and then watch a random game in the NBA tomorrow. You will you will be astounded at how much more running and sprinting across the court there is by everyone involved on defense. Uh if they're trying and you know 
some dudes like LeBron and Russell Westbrook kind of stand around because they're old and shit. But like the, <laughs> those young dudes, they're busting their ass across the court all game long because they have to because everyone can shoot now. It's insane. Andrew Wiggins would score like 35 points a game in the 80s. Like Correct. everyone is just so fucking good now. And it's really hard to play defense. You'll see people like work their ass, play like the best defense ever. But Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving yeah. or somebody will just make an impossible <laughs> shot. The you can't logo. You can't Turn guard these for Steph Curry. Yeah. So like people work so hard on defense, but offensive players are just so goddamn good now. It doesn't even matter, but they are trying. So like, I didn't think of this, but this is a great answer. It's a hundred percent true. And I'm just going to make one more point before we uh, move on here. Like, seeing the evolution of what the game has become. I remember watching in even like the early 2000s, like when somebody would like shoot a three pointer in somebody's face, like, right. Just, just like a guy played really good defense. And somehow that guy made the three pointer with that guy in his face. That was like a, and one street <laughs> ball, like, oh, that's what you get for jumping, bitch. I remember being on like the basketball court and I would jump at a guy full fledged, go for a three pointer, he'd sink it, and everybody would be clowning on me and shit. Yeah. That happens 60 times a game now. Yeah, every game, every two minute <laughs> stretch, every third possession, these guys are so good at shooting the basketball that it almost doesn't matter that there's a six, nine guy jumping towards them at full speed. So, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, Bloodbath, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I watched a basketball game. Uh, it was probably the 90s. Um, but I do think that's probably true. I think, um, I think the change in the NBA over the last 15 to 20 years, it's probably... Like you said, it, it seems to, I think it probably seems to more casual viewers that, you know, people just don't play anymore. Like it's just the game has just changed so much. And I think you guys really nailed on the head. Like it's more just the skill level is just so different now. You know, it's, you know, it, it's just evolved so much. You know, I know like you guys talk a lot about baseball and how baseball is different or worse and stuff like that. And, and I listened to a podcast the other week where people were saying something similar about football in terms of some of the rule changes and things like that. And I don't know. I just, There's something about basketball that it's such a it's a newer game. And it's like just probably now hit the stride where um, players have really developed their skills to a point where it's kind of fundamentally changed the game in a different way. You know, I think other sports have been around longer and you've seen that you've come into it at a, at a different point. But now I think you're seeing it happen before your eyes. It's happening in football, too. But like you, you reminded me, Bloodbath, not that long ago, like, let's say 20 years ago, Michael Jordan's last game, which was uh, in 1998 for the Bulls. You had multiple people on each team who could not and did not shoot the ball. And you, you can't have that in the NBA now. If you have two guys on your team that can't shoot, your team will lose. And I know this personally because my favorite team has many people on their team that can't shoot, <laughs> and they lose a lot. It, you just, it is the untenable. They have LeBron James on their team, and they're bad because multiple people can't shoot. So, like, 
it, it's just wild how much it's changed. Yeah, and, and I will the repeat Pelicans that have shooters that, and they're good for the first time. in Yeah, because they have people that can shoot. And I'll repeat that hot take before we move on. Andrew Wiggins would score 35 points a game if he played in the 80s. He would have been Michael shoot. Jordan. Yeah, because <laughs> he can shoot. He like the people who are like Larry Bird would succeed now because he can shoot. He'd be Bogdan Bayanovich. That's who he'd be, dude. He'd just, just saying. he would be he would be better. He's he's got more. Yeah, you're skills right. You're right. I, I just but. I fucking hate the Celtics. My bad. My bad. <laughs> okay. All right. I understand. All right, Alan. What's your number three? My number three are uh, headphones. I think headphones keep getting better and better and better. Uh, and it kind of goes along with with what you were saying, Dave. Like access to music. Right, so you can have music wherever you want, whenever you want. Um, and it used to be headphones, you know, they were started out like flimsy plastic ones. They break all the time, and then, you know, you got the little earbud things, but they were attached by a cord. But now you get really good sound from really small headphones that you just pop right in your ears. People can barely tell you're wearing them. <laughs> um. You know, and and you get good sound that you used to only be able to get with big honking over the ear headphones. Uh, so that's my number three. I think headphones keep getting better and better. What's up? Agreed. Were you a uh, were you a Skull Candy guy, Alan? When them Skull Candies came out, dude, were you on that Skull Candy train, bro? Calm down, Aaron. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've been waiting for almost two years to talk about Skull Candies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now, and I'll tell you this, it goes even further, dude. Like, uh, this pair of headphones that I have right now that I use for this podcast and for video gaming, I bought like eight years ago because I was playing like the, I was playing like Far Cry 3 or something. You're just in a jungle, like, right? And there are animals and shit. And there are these, uh, these, uh, what, what, what are they? Gila monsters that are on the island, right? And I remember <laughs> the sound being so clear on these things that I could hear it huffing and puffing and running up behind me. And I just remember being like, that is so fucking insane. Like, what I can hear. Like, it, it like, uh, at least from like an audio perspective, I it literally, like, I could hear the breeze and I could hear like, the fucking, you know, the, 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 the tide hitting the shore and that monitor lizard who wanted nothing more than to have me for lunch. But so like, uh, headphones, even like, uh, you know, from, from like a video, you, you kind of like made the best point there is, is like, it's not just like headphones are getting better. Like, but, but like the sound quality in headphones is like almost perfect now. Dell was telling me about like some headphones that came out the other. I, I wish I remember what he said. He's like, oh, these headphones can like also like make you dinner. It, it was something that was seriously so outlandish that I was like, headphones can fucking do that? Like what? So yeah, great answer. He was like, they can make your dick bigger, bro. Dude, it, it was literally it was literally something <laughs> stupid like that. It was like you could also like fry chicken with them, but I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? It, it was something so dumb, but I was like, oh, headphone technology is at its peak. <laughs> yeah. It did like, can you remember like if you had a Walkman or like an early CD player, like the bullshit headphones that you had with oh, that, that yeah. just like sit, they didn't like cover your ear or they didn't go in your ear. They just like sat flat against your ear and like 75% of the sound would not go into your ear <laughs> oh, in other places. <laughs> yeah. You could just like other people walking, like you're listening to them and other people walking around, you could hear the music better than Dude. you could. Yeah, like I was, I was like played Game Boy in the car or like listened to CDs in the car when we like went places when I was a kid. And my parents would constantly be like, hey, turn that down. Like we can hear it more clearly than you can, probably. 
Yeah. That sounds so horrible. <laughs> Headphones have like definitely down, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Headphones have definitely together. improved. Like, there's a lot of hype around. So, like, I've never. Has anybody ever done Beats by Dre? No, I've, like I've never. Nah, had I'm more of a Skull Candy girl myself. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Uh, I've got some Skull Candy. I've got some like uh, some really nice bows and some nice like Sony ones. Um, I don't like. I don't like any of the. Um, oh, is what are they called for the for like your iPhone um, earbuds? The AirPods. AirPods. Yeah, I don't like anything like anything that goes into my ear. I don't like. It's always uncomfortable to me. I always have to have over the ear one. Correct. No, I'm the same way. Bloodbath. I'll never buy him. That shit just makes me like squeamish. Yeah. What? Oh man, I hard disagree. I think that the AirPods are probably the best headphones that I've ever worn in my entire life. Yeah, they're, they're so neat. They're neat. They're very neat. I just like I I can't help it. They're always uncomfortable to me. Yeah, that's the the original AirPods are not the most comfortable thing. I think the newer ones are a bit more comfortable. Yeah. I straight up mow my lawn with these big goofy headphones that I'm wearing right now. Like I'm the guy mowing his lawn with like the fucking 1980s DJ headphones on. (laughs) That's how much I don't like putting the things inside of my ear. Speaking of mowing the lawn though, like the other thing to mention with headphones is noise canceling, which is like, if you get some noise canceling headphones and you turn that shit on, that's like, very true. I was on a plane. I think that's a pretty, uh, like yeah. a plane coming yeah. from Korea to <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave, uh, you, uh, the US. You, 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 you dropped in time. It was re- it was super funny. As soon as you said noise cancellation, you dropped. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm back now. So I was on the plane coming from Korea to the US, and I have these Bose noise canceling headphones, and they just like cut all the sound out like i played i just like played video games and listened to podcasts and like did not hear anything happening on the plane like if there was some kind of emergency where they were like everyone get your life jackets i would have been dead because i wouldn't have heard that dead (laughs) so yeah that was alan's number three headphones bloodbath what's your number three uh i think that my number three is uh free speech i think it's getting much better twitter is a lot better these days all right God damn it, blood. Sorry, I was muted. Just Facebook kidding. too. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, my number three is nuclear power. Uh, I think nuclear power is getting much better. Um, I think it's one of the safest forms of energy. Uh, I think it's um, much more efficient. And uh, I watched a documentary the other day, and I learned a lot about nuclear power uh, in 2022. And uh, there's you know, for anyone that's like honestly concerned about like the environment, like uh, nuclear power has got the smallest environmental impact of than anything that exists, less than solar power. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting. They've come up with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, improvements on the way um, nuclear power plants are made and designed. Um, they produce like almost no waste at this point, um, uh, and they're just uh, they're just extremely efficient. Um, you know, yeah, if there's a, you know, if there's, when things go wrong, it's a big problem, but you know, the comparatively, it's a lot safer than most forms of energy. And I think, uh, it was just super fascinating. Um, I watched a couple of vice documentaries about it and just really interesting to learn. Now I will say the Ohio nuclear regulatory commission has given me $20,000, but that has nothing to do with what I'm saying right now. All right. (laughs) 
Grade A plutonium. Thank you, Mr. Burns. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything to uh, to say about yeah. nuclear power, but yeah. uh, oh, I watch Chernobyl. On, that show was good. <laughs> yeah, I'll say on yeah. the reverse side of that coin is Chernobyl and World War II, the end of it anyways. So I think, so I actually, I don't I remember what it was. I watched like a, uh, I mean, you're probably right, dude. I don't know shit about nuclear energy, but just to play devil's advocate, I watched uh, an episode of last week tonight where they talked about like the upkeep in like different like nuclear reactors around the United States and how like terribly like underfunded and inefficient they actually are and how many times in U.S. history like we've come so 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 close to having like a Chernobyl like disaster just because of like a a lack of like you know properly suited employees who can like spot those things like one of them was like oh yeah like this janitor left the door open and fucking Minnesota almost <laughs> got blown map like, like, shit, like shit like that so I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing you in any way but like just to you know be be evil Aaron here for a second like those are the reasons why it's like so fucking terrifying and can probably you know so a little bit of amount of a, like distrust in like you know how people feel about that Oh yeah, I get that. I know like I know Chernobyl they don't use those kind of reactors anymore. It's a totally different design now. Um and I also know that they don't like most nuclear like most modern nuclear power plants use different um isotopes, different um material. Uh I don't know. So it's just it's just I don't know. It was just like genuinely interesting like when you kind of like start learning about it and um they start to compare it, like I said, to like everything like solar energy, like is, you know, like there's a lot of mining that's involved with solar energy, like the, the energy it takes to get like the material for solar energy, like is 10 times what they use to like power a nuclear power plant, like how much more efficient it is. Just like, just genuinely like interesting stuff. And they've made so many improvements over the last like 50 years or whatever. So I don't know. Neat. Alan, what do you think about nuclear power? Yeah, what do you think about Chernobyl? And specifically, what do you like about it? <laughs> I, uh, I worry about the risk of creating too many Spider-Men if we pursue nuclear power too much. He's uh, right. I feel like, you know, right. we're going to get too many radiated spiders and we're going to wind up with a lot of Spider-Men. That's possible. So that's, 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 that's why the I like we really need to move back to coal. Right. Don't get Spider Man from Coin. This message is brought to you by the state of West Virginia. Baba. No, nuclear power, I think, is probably pretty good. I don't know much about it, but hey. Yeah, I'll also might come across your desk someday, dude. You'll have to figure it out eventually. (laughs) All right. So that was Bloodbaths number three, which is nuclear power. And. My number two is, you get my list here. Oh, yes. Uh, my number two is the availability of international food. Specifically, like Columbus, where I live, has always had, like, as, as long as I've lived here, uh, going back to college and stuff, has always had lots of international restaurants. But I'm specifically thinking about our hometown, which has historically had Chinese restaurants, and that's about it. And there's like one japanese restaurant that's been hanging on this whole time and i'm not sure how uh even though people say it's good but now it's like i keep every fucking month it's like yo troy's getting a ramen place or like oh there's this new thai restaurant or hey you want to go like there's this banh mi place like we can go check that out and it's all within like 
you know, 15 minute drive of a place that I would have never thought would have stuff like that. And I mean, the international section in grocery stores is a lot better than it used to be. If you need fucking like tamarind or some weird like Chinese like spice paste, you can go find it like pretty quickly. Like I feel like that stuff has gotten a lot more available. If you want to talk about groceries or going to restaurants or something like that, it's never been better than it is right now. And every, I feel like every couple of years, there's like a new country that's trendy. Like Thai food was trendy for a while. Korean food was trendy for a while. And after the trends move on, we still have all these restaurants and availability of ingredients and stuff like that. So it's just great if you want to like eat stuff that's not, you know, like fast food, basically like American fast food. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And, uh, I'll just jump on this real quick. I don't have a ton to say Dave's way more of a foodie than I am, but I remember the first time I was in like a, uh, like a Walmart and it just said like, like, uh, like, uh, ethnic food section. Right. And you could like walk down the aisle and there were like fucking noodles and shit from other countries and stuff. I remember there being a part of Walmart where that like just did not exist like entirely. And now you have like stores around here that are like specifically catering to like making sure that you are able to try all these different. I went to jungle gyms, dude. Jungle gyms has an Ethiopian section, like in (laughs) Troy, Ohio, I could go to jungle gyms and buy Ethiopian whatever, like, you know, so like, I, I I think that's a really good answer too, dude. And it really like, I, I feel like opens up like, you you know, like one of the things I wanted to talk about was like how my palate's getting better and stuff. And I feel like that's like one of those things that like directly plays into that is the availability of foods. I wasn't able to try like, you know, when I was younger. So. I, I just want to point out, Aaron called it ethnic food instead of like international food i think all food is ethnic i think aaron angle is a racist i think we should cancel him hashtag cancel aaron angle i'm gonna tell you this right now like i will didn't you, did you just say yeah, that like, no, no, no. Is getting better blah, no, no, yeah, yeah dude right. like, uh, like listen like i'm not, <laughs> I'm just not talking gonna, about how great listen, twitter no, is alan, alan we're not we're not gonna have a fight here bloodbath has proved multiple times on this podcast how racist he is what I will say is I am sure <laughs> that the Walmart sign said ethnic. Like, I know it did. I'm not making that up. That's what the I'm sign not disputing said. that, but it makes me think of that episode of The Simpsons where, like, Homer is uh, being Mr. Smithers, and he, like, brings Mr. Burns, like, coffee and donuts. He's like, I told you I don't like ethnic food. And I always thought to myself, I'm like, but, but all food is ethnic food. <laughs> like, what's... <laughs> it's funny that he thinks coffee is, like, one of the yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, eth, like... Well, I'm about to say it too. International food, like it's it's wild. Even even here in Columbus, it's gotten. I feel like it's just gotten a lot more common for, like every every place I go to is just full of food from other countries. Even if it's just like bastardized American versions of like, you know, whatever's trendy at the time, you know, or like whatever the fuck. Like Trader Joe's has all kinds of like frozen food that's like kind of you know, fusion of different foods and stuff like that. And that's just like, may, I don't know, maybe my parents weren't just like buying that stuff when I was a kid, but I feel like that stuff is just getting so much more available all the time. No, you're right. It's much more popular and there's a lot more, there's a market for it. Like you were saying, like the Kroger and Troy, we have a Kroger marketplace now and, you know, not that, not that it's the most unique thing in the world, but like, you know, they've got, 
a sushi bar and you can get some Chinese food there. And, um, you know, they have a huge cheese section with a lot of different stuff in it. And like you're saying, there's a huge international food uh, section and there's all kinds of stuff that I could remember going grocery shopping in college uh, and not seeing, you know, half of any of that stuff available for people. Um, So it's been a huge huge change um you know lots of curries and um you know uh just a whole lot of um options for foods that you never would have uh, had access to before and like quite honestly whenever i do go grocery shopping like the international food aisle is where i spend most of my time yeah i mean whenever we go to the grocery store we're constantly going through the international foods like um I mean, we just moved back from Korea not too long ago. So there's all kinds of Korean stuff that we're like trying to um, like get again, stuff that was super available in Korea. And we're like, you know, trying to uh, stock up on that stuff and a surprising amount of it. You can just buy at like Kroger or Walmart. Now you don't even have to go to the, the Korean grocery store. Pretty great. Hell yeah. So that was my number two uh, international food. Aaron, what's your number two? Dilly dokily. My number two is going to be it's such a this is a, okay. So I guess like okay, so my work ethic is gonna be my number two. it's I'm trying my best way to, uh, for this to make sense. So like I didn't try in school ever my entire life. I kind of coasted by. When I got out of school and they said, Hey, you're an adult now, you have to get a job. I I worked at probably 15 or 16 places from the time I was like 22 until the time I was like 25. I've had, you know, moments where I, 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 I haven't had a job and just kind of like sat around in my parents' house getting high and playing video games, you know? So I, I guess this is like more so like one of the things like I, I'm, I'm the most proud of in myself is like, I, I'm very like aware of the fact of like, you know, the kind of person that I, I, I used to be like, you know, my, the work ethic, I think like to anybody is like a really important thing, like to have a routine, to be able to, and this is going to sound bad because I'm 35, but to, to be able to like, just like pay my bills and like have a car and make sure I can use that and to buy food and all, all of these things. Like if, if I'm looking back at like 25 year old Aaron Angle, I'm just like how, like there was a point where I just, I, I never thought I was going to be capable of doing things like this. Like I just didn't understand how one person could like just fundamentally just like fucking get down and, 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 and get a full-time job and, and, and have a house and buy clothes and brush your teeth more than one time a day. Like the, the, this goes even further, like, like work ethic is such like, like it, it's not the term that I want to use, but even being able to take care of myself on like, like being able to make myself survive without being reliant on other people is, is just one of those things that I, I, I really just, at certain points in my life, just ne- never thought I was going to be able to do. And I, I, I just think like now, like looking back at the person that I was, like I cannot imagine, like I, I, I'm almost like disappointed in, in that person that I used to be. Because obviously like, you know, getting a job and doing all this shit, it's not fun, but it's what you do. You have to do it. And I'm at that point now where I'm like, I, 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 I am doing it. I have crossed that threshold where like, it was something that I, I just never thought I was actually going to be fully capable of. You guys have known me forever. I'm the most irresponsible, immature, 35-year-old on the fucking planet, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm getting high and playing video games and eating whatever the fuck I want. 
all the time. But I can do those things because like now at this point in my life, I'm not reliant on anybody. And I imagine if I ever have a child, then there's going to have to be like another step, uh, you know, like beyond where I am now. But you asked Aaron Engel up until like 30 years old, like, do you think you would be capable of being able to like, you know, be on your own and pay for your own stuff and make sure that your teeth don't fall out and you don't starve to death? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know if I could have honestly said like, yeah, I will. So I, 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 I guess like work ethic is about, but I think that is like the foundation of like everything that I've actually been able to attain from that point. So yeah, I, I, I guess maybe, maybe my number two is me. Like, I'm just better at being me than I used to be. I, I, I don't know. But that's my number two. Hell yeah. My my takeaway is Aaron Angle wipes his own ass. I do. I do. Jim stopped when I was 26. I do now. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, but it goes into that, like, you, you know, that foundation of, like, me not being homeless under a bridge. You know what I mean? Well, well yeah. We like, all thought you were going to be homeless under a bridge. And yeah. we were disappointed at 25-year-old Aaron. Yeah, I mean, like, first off, let's chill. Let's everybody chill here. But like, <laughs> I, 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 I am. I'm proud. Proud of myself. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not a. You know what? What I like. I. It's not like I'm like rich, and it's not like I have this like glorious house, and I eat all of these delicious international foods from Trader Joe's. But I, I, I am able to maintain, and that was just something like for a long time. I was just like, I don't know how I'm ever gonna fucking do. I don't know how I'm ever gonna even maintain. You know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Being I mean, being is is scary at the beginning. You know, yeah. it just is. Yeah, I, and we we all kind of hit that point. You know, at a certain there's a certain point where, like, I think I was privileged enough to be able to like coast a little bit, like kind of through college and like right after college, is just kind of like chill and not really think about shit. And there there does come a point where it's like, you know, oh, I've got to. um I got to make sure I don't lose my job so, so that I can continue to buy weed and video games, you know? That's that's step one, like, right? Yeah, okay, step what one. are the essentials? Weed, <laughs> video games, and just something I can sustain myself on for two weeks khakis for $8. And right? khakis, because <laughs> that's how you get a wife. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Good, uh, good number two. So Aaron's number two is himself, basically. Um, I'm great. I'm not Alan, a big fan of Aaron himself. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, I was a fan of yours before all these other posers. Still not. Don't listen to them. That's right, dude. You're you're hipster for Aaron's coolness. That's right. I Alan, what's your number forever. two? Um, my number two is the ability to not get lost. Um, Ooh, yeah. So you, you guys remember, like, back when we started driving, at least, you'd go to MapQuest and you'd print off MapQuest maps. And you have to read directions. it while you're going 85 miles per hour down the highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, if you were lucky a few years later, you got like a Garmin that gave you shitty directions and got you lost. Um, and then, and then we got iPhones, we got Apple maps, and now we have self-driving cars my phone can give me walking directions wherever I want to go. Um, the self-driving cars only hit people occasionally. I just feel like uh, we've made great strides in keeping me from getting lost. GPS is the greatest invention of all time, and it's not even close. The end of Aaron's statement. So I think that's a really good answer, Alan, because 
few weeks ago, I went to Hawking Hills and I, you know, I used my phone, my iPhone and got directions, you know, whatever, no big deal. And I thought to myself and like, you know, it was like way up in the, in the hills and, you know, kind of through all these little towns and, and hidden drives and all this kind of stuff. And I just thought to myself, I'm like, man, I remember when I was a kid and like my parents, you know, we'd be on vacation with my parents or something like that. And like, none of this stuff existed. Like they had to just like buy a map, which like, if you think about it, the map only gets you like in the general vicinity of where you're trying to go. Like after that, you have to try and just like kind of wing it, ask people for directions. They have signs. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, like, you know, like I went to Hawking Hills and then when I drove back, I, um, I went down a different path and I just kind of plugged into my phone where I was to get home. And it took me just a completely different direction. I went through all these little towns and, back roads and i'm just like how on earth like did anybody ever do this before you could just have you know the fucking satellite tell you exactly where to go um it blows my mind and i know it's a real thing my dad has always been like a traveling salesman and he's driven like he you know he would drive you know a couple hundred miles a day to see different customers in all parts of the state and stuff like that. He doesn't, I mean, he just does it all through memory at this point, but I think even back in the day when he started, you know, just to kind of like memorize all the routes and back roads and all this kind of stuff. And just to keep that all in your head and like be able to navigate through like a small city or a town. And every time you come up to a new one, like just it's unbelievable. And to add like insult to injury, it's like, there's also a time when like you, he, you also did that without a cell phone. So anytime you got lost or needed directions or had to tell somebody you were running behind, you had to stop and look for a fucking payphone. Like <laughs> how how much slower life had to move in the nineties, that's all I have to say. Oh dude, and we could even go further back than that. Uh, imagine if you were like uh if like you, you like the whole United States hadn't been discovered yet <laughs> and you had to figure out a way to get to a place like 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 in like the uh like like the uh, early eighteen hundreds, you know what I mean? Like how the f- fuck did they figure out how to get from place to place imagine and trains barely work yeah dude that's what i'm saying it's it goes far <laughs> like this is like a like it like a like a human instinct thing that we've had to develop for survival is being able to tell direction it's evolved to the point now where i'm like i need to go to rallies where's the closest rallies oh it's in piqua all right what's the fastest route to get to that rallies and back in piqua i guess i'll just get on google maps and find out <laughs> like this so hilarious dude yeah man like my dad's still my dad's like your dad bloodbath like he he basically can go anywhere in ohio from memory and you can probably extend that out to like indiana too but he also keeps these giant like book atlases in the car (laughs) and (laughs) just thinking about like the last time that I looked at a paper map to figure out where I was going, like the last time I got lost going anywhere. And if we, now it's like, it's not, if I get lost, it's if I like miss a turn or something like that, but you'll never just like wind up in some random ass town because you don't know where you are. Like that is not a possibility unless you're in a place where there's not like great cell phone service, but you can still or you're like, just intentionally not using it. 
Like you're yeah. just driving. Just trying to prove a point. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you just get yourself lost as fuck. But no, totally. Like I, I have a pretty good sense of direction because I spent like a lot of time like driving around for work. So I have a really good like mental mapping of where things are. But there's like almost no excuse for getting lost anymore because if you get lost, you're not using the tools that are in everybody's cell phone. Agreed. So that was Alan's number two. Uh, I, I think directions. So. The ability to not get lost. <laughs> yeah, the ability to not get lost. Right. So I've Lebeth, never used your number map. two. My number two. I keep paper trail map. Of course you do. Uh, my number two, building upon Dave's a little bit. Um, I think the proliferation of fine dining or foodie culture keeps get, making food in general better and better. Keeps making home cooks better and better. There are so many TikTok videos, YouTube videos, um, you know, posts on all kinds of social media of food and, you know, then it became recipes and people making food at home and chefs and and restaurant culture and chef culture and um it's not only made a lot of people interested in cooking and looking at food as you know an art form which is great um just in like the kind of creativity and inventiveness of different dishes but there's also just been like a general like upswing in like the quality of food that people want to make for themselves or enjoy um you know the finer you know it's not just like, oh, I'm going to open up a can of SpaghettiOs tonight. It's like, no, like I'm, I'm going to go learn how to make pasta. And like more and more people are doing that. And more and more people are taking the time to, you know, cook themselves a really nice meal or just be interested in, you know, oh, man, like, you know, they're making, you know, tortillas from scratch. And like, you know, there's a really cool technique to do it. And let's, you know, try and do it at home. And um, there's just so much more of that than there was um, even like 10 years ago. Again, like. I think I, I credit a lot of that to TikTok. Like most of my TikToks I look at are like food related. Um, and I think it's just like really cool. Not just, you know, like you were saying, Dave, like a bigger, uh, you know, demand for like international food and stuff like that. But I think even just a bigger demand for just like better quality food or like, you know, better recipes and more um, authentic styles of food. You know, I think like fast food culture is like kind of like waning in a lot of ways. And I think there's people that, you know, would rather, you know, put the extra time and effort into like, you know, making a meal from scratch or that has more components to it, or, you know, it's just a little like more, uh, adventurous. So yeah, I don't know. That's my number two. Yeah, man. Like one thing I considered putting on my list was just the ability to learn how to do stuff, like basically by watching YouTube videos or, you know, reading recipes or whatever but if we want to just stick to cooking like if i have an idea or like if i eat something at a restaurant or see something on a menu or whatever and i'm like i want to learn how to cook that i can find like a thousand videos teaching me how to cook anything now and i can just watch one of the videos and learn how to do it like hua's been missing a bunch of korean food since we moved here and she's just been like on all these youtube like recipe tutorials for how to cook all her favorite Korean food. And it's been awesome. So and just think like, you know, 
20, 25 years ago, people would have to, I don't know, you go to the fucking Korean store and ask the person working the register, like, hey, do you know how to cook this or some bullshit or like get a recipe from your grandma or something like you don't really need any of that now. You can learn how to cook anything and then you can extend that out. Last week we were talking about like handyman stuff and like being handy around the house. If you got to like hang some drywall, fucking look on YouTube. You can learn how to do it. And like, not only that, like I, you know, one of the things that I was kind of floating around on my list was like my, my cooking skills just in general. And I, I think like a part of, you know, how it kind of relates back to like a bloodbath's answer is that like, I'm more like willing to learn. I mean, literally Dave, you, you know, we talked about like uh, a grilling steak and how like, it's just an arduous like journey for like some people and I'll literally, no matter how many times, like I can go on my phone and I can just look up best way to pan fry steak. <laughs> you know, on, on, on whatever. And at my fingertips, it's just like, I got 86 options to like, you know, kind of filter my way through. So I, I, I think this is a great answer. And I think at least I like, you, you know, what I'm trying to say anyways, is, is like with that sort of like available information, like I've taken an interest in something that I never would have before to the level that I have taken it, uh, w- without that sort of information at my fingertips. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and again, I also think it's not even so much like learning as much as just like a, the promotion of like a general appreciation for like better food. You know, like there's a while there where it's like everyone was like, "Oh man, like let's go to this restaurant. They make, you know, a cheeseburger with a uh, donut instead of like bread, hamburger buns." And it's like that's cool, and I'm not knocking that. But it's like you've also like begun to see like people who are like, hey, man, let's go to this restaurant. They make these tacos, but like they marinate the beef in like an old pot for like, you know, six weeks. And then they like, you know, cook it you know, for you know, 48 <laughs> hours and like, you know, do all this crazy like shit to make it like just really, you know, it's not so much like the, the quantity as much as the quality. And I think there's just been like a real like shift the last couple of years for stuff like that. I think it's cool. Yeah, totally. By the way, Aaron, like, you you I made me you made me uh, remember something. I like how you can just like you don't have to like word your searches in Google or YouTube or anything like really well. You can just literally type in Google like how the hell do I pan fry a steak? And it'll be like here's, <laughs> here's how you do it, sir. Mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aziz Zari has a bit too where he talks about like how it's how like when you want to buy a toothbrush, you just don't go on Amazon and type toothbrush. You go on a Google or whatever, you type best toothbrush or best oh, pillow lidids or whatever. Like 100%. when I'm doing the same thing with cooking, I'm like best ramen recipe, like you know, best best way to soft boil eggs. It's, Dude, it's just funny. I have totally I have totally done that with shit that you don't need to like look at a top 10 list for like best sweatpants 2023 or some bullshit. Yep. Like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> best Aaron angle butthole shot. <laughs> and you know, Buzzfeed's I, got a list, baby. L- let's save it for the top three. Let's save it for the, save it for the pod. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Number one. So like foodie culture and like people's awareness of food and making food, stuff like that. That was a uh, bloodbaths number two, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So on to number ones. Uh, my number one um, should come as no surprise to anyone who talks to me uh, any amount, I think. Uh, but my number one is video games. Um, video games have never been better and they continue to get better every single year. Um, and the reason, and I'm not just talking about like the big AAA games that look incredible. You know, I'm playing 
uh, the new God of War game right now, it looks like just amazing. And I've played a bunch of other games that look incredible this year. But um, what's what's great about video games that people who don't play a lot might not realize is that they're making those games, of course, but the indie people who are making like small teams that are making games are making every single kind of game right now. So if you miss games from the Super Nintendo, there are people making games that remind you of the Super Nintendo and go on down the line. Something that's been really popular the last couple of years has been uh, people making games with a, a PlayStation 1 aesthetic. So like graphics and sound and not quite controls and gameplay. Those are updated a little bit, but definitely like hearkening back to those uh, PlayStation 1 like graphics and like the aesthetics of those. So as people our age who are, who grew up with those consoles are now in a position to make their own games, they're making stuff like that. So like, I, I really don't understand people who are like, you know, video gaming peaked in 1992. I'm like, the fuck it didn't because they're making all those same games now, but they're also making a hundred thousand other awesome ones. So that's my number one video games. Never been better. will continue to get better. Yeah. And I'm just going to jump. I said I wouldn't talk about them, but we decided not to Michael Bump. I said my number one's video games too. And to, to me, it's there. There is like at, at, at least, you know, we always say like, oh, when, you know, when I heard this top three, this is a clear number one answer. This is the clear number one answer generally amongst everything. Like, you know, when I've always played video games a little bit, but I've always had like other like interests. Like I I, I, I love movies and I, I, I love TV and I, I love reading books. And as I've gotten older, those things have taken a backseat to video games. That's how much like better how much better of a form of entertainment video games are than everything else to me. Like basically if I'm watching TV or a movie, it's cause I'm about to go to bed. Like if I have free time to like, you know, uh, like, like explore an interest or, or, or get into my hobby, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a video game. And, and uh, actually I was going to get a little bit more specific to Dave about like how good indie games are getting. Like video games are one of the only things in the entire world where like, if you were looking for like a specific kind of like entertainment, like we're now at a point where you can find that. And the the coolest thing to me is like when you play a video game, like I, I played Inscription, like, right, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's an experience I've never had as a video gamer. So like not only are you able to like go and find things that you already like, like there are constantly new things coming out that touch you in a different way than, 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 than you've experienced before. So I'm going to keep this short. Video games clearly best form of entertainment and i play a new video game i love every two months you know it, it hasn't stopped yet yeah man the the thing that like this was obviously always going to be my answer if we did this topic but i was i was playing shovel knight the last couple days and that's what made me really really hone in on that like because shovel knight is made as like a nostalgia kind of warm nostalgia hug for people who liked nes games uh, but it's made in a modern way with all modern quality of life and stuff. But it looks and plays and sounds like your memories of the NES. And that's a very specific example. But if you take anything like that, there's probably people, whether it's like big video game companies or just one dude making a game, someone is making the game that you want to play. So again, I just, I really don't get 
the idea that like video games peaked, you know, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, because in my opinion, that's asinine because it's it's expanded so much. It's it's just people who don't actually play video games. Those are the only people who say that are people who don't play video games anymore. That's yeah, just or the like tr- just have or, or found- there's 70. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or like people who just haven't found that game that's like exactly what they want. But I'm saying that that game that you want, it's out there. Someone has made it and it's available. You can go buy it like right now uh, once you find out what that thing is. So yeah, number one, easy, easy. No contest. Like, you know, I did, I even said beforehand, I don't want to talk about this because like, I, I know like I, that's why I wanted to Michael Bumpus it, but this was the easiest number one I've had in this entire podcast. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, for sure. Bloodbath quiet. Cause he thinks video games peaked in 1992. <laughs> uh, I mean, I agree. Like I like the different aesthetics and game styles, like more retro, but like, I mean, Dave, pretty much made the best point like they still make those games so like there's really nothing to argue and they make better versions of those games the quality of life like i i I do not miss the if i press like i you know the up down left right like the the fact that like i can go diagonal now completely blows my fucking mind yeah or just simple stuff like again going back to shovel knight shovel knight is based on old stuff like Mega Man and a couple of the old let the Legend of Zelda Zelda 2 and um the DuckTales game and stuff like that. Shovel Knight doesn't have lives, you can't get a game over. There's just so many quality of life things that make it like more fun, less frustrating, more fun. That's what we want. So, yeah. Alan, video games? Huh? Video games are fun. I enjoy Star Wars Angry Birds. Yeah, I'll say Angry <laughs> Birds was getting better and better until everybody stopped playing it at once. Till they started making like the Angry Birds movie and shit. Then it was like, now okay, everyone, pack no, it. Not cool anymore. Not, not cool anymore. Sell it anymore. Thanks, guys. Thanks for stop playing. <laughs> yeah, go <Yeah>. America. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Aaron, that was your number one also video Correct. games. Correct. Yep. All right. So, me and Aaron tag team video games for number one. Alan, what's your number one? My uh, my number one is the internet. I think just keeps getting better and better. Um, and I was thinking about this one, and it's like kind of like Moss Eisley, right? It is the most <laughs> okay. wretched hive of scum and villainy Correct. that you will ever find. Um, but Go you on. know. You know, old Ben and Luke, they there. went there. They went there and they found Han Solo. They found exactly what they needed. You know, and the internet's the same way. It's just disgusting out there. The internet is a gross, gross place. But just like you were talking about earlier, you can learn anything on the internet. You just have to know who to trust, right? I mean, and so it kind of goes along with access to information and, and things like that. But um, it's all, uh, there's a lot of information out there on the internet. It's just figuring out which information is good information. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This is very, this is very similar to the nuclear power thing for me, where I'm just (laughs) like, okay, so I understand the good it does, but then I think about all the bad stuff that it does. Here's why I will agree. Pornography, better than it's ever been. Couldn't put it on my (laughs) list. Could not do it. 
my access to sports information better than it's ever been. I can tell you how many uh, yards Taylor Heineke passed for yesterday if I wanted to without looking inside of a newspaper, which I used to have. I remember looking in the newspaper for Baltimore Orioles stats when I was like six years old. All right. So they're in the box scores. You know what I'm saying? I'm a box score guy until I fuck it. Dave. I spend way too much of my life looking at, I'll only get a box score of the Lions game. Like, I don't care. I just love box scores, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And oh. now I have direct access to a, any box score I want to. I don't care about the World Cup, dude. I looked at the uh, box score for the USA-Wales uh, game, and I was like, hmm, I don't understand any of these statistics. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> to to further your point, Alan, I, I, I think the access to information is probably the most, even though you kind of like glossed over it, but like that is the most important thing about it. But then like, they, you know, you also have but, like, there's again, a very most icely counterpart to this thing. So, uh, but like, let's be fair. The internet's changed the world probably for the better. I mean, a- a- everything that we've talked about tonight, you can directly like attribute to like you can direct you can say like the internet is responsible for this partially like right so yeah i mean yeah like it, it exists on the internet aaron um so we does our exist on the internet yeah 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 um dude all right so i agree the internet's great just talking about sports uh, i did not pay to watch a single sporting event the entire seven years I lived in Best Korea point. and I watched every sporting event I wanted to Best so, point. all that shit's available. Uh, however, I do kind of get a little, you know, you know, what grinds my gears when I go online to buy lights and I can't buy something that doesn't require Wi-Fi. that kind of pisses me off now, but I think net positive. Yeah, definitely net positive. Um, even though that's, you know, Without the internet, we probably wouldn't have had Donald Trump be president. So that's, that's <laughs> yes. strike one. Yeah. yeah, that's the counterpart right there is he became yeah. president. But like, how many steak recipes do I have to look at? That's, that's yeah. really true. I can go online and I can get, read all yeah. the top 10 ranch dressing lists that I want <laughs> that's right. to. Yeah, I, I could go read the, the tra- Yeah, I could read the transcripts for the people who fucking attacked the Capitol building and yeah. also look at the box score for the Canucks game. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron yeah. only watches porn on the internet. <laughs> that's that's half true. Yeah, I um, it's interesting. I feel like there is a time, like I got out of college about 2010, and I bought a brand new computer, and I just remember like there was a period where like YouTube was getting like real pop, like was first kind of getting popular with like you know, like more like kind of like content creators. And there's a lot of um, websites I like to go to, to like read different things. And, um, you know, they're like one of my fit, like for someone who's like kind of obsessed with like useless knowledge, like just to be able to go to like Wikipedia, like I'd spend hours on Wikipedia, just like going down a rabbit hole of like different subjects or topics or things that I wanted to like know about and research. And, like, there was a real, like, Wild West, like, aspect to, to, like, the internet for a while there where, like, anything was there and, like, it was crazy and you just sort of accepted it. And, like, I feel like that's why things are sort of negative the way they are today. Like, there is, like, like things kind of, like, got out of hand. But at the same time, it's, like, <laughs> then you also have, like, you know, all the, like, 
apps and tools and utilities, you know, maps and places to listen to podcasts and, you know, look at recipes and, um, you know, uh, not go to a doctor because you've like looked up the symptoms online. Like I get, I get that it's so useful. It's almost like you can't exist without it at this point. But like, I can also see like so much of the troubles that it's bred. Uh, it's a real like, I don't know, it's a real uh, catch 22. I, I, I truly don't like sometimes when people complain about like technology and the Internet, I'm like, yeah, but like, I, I don't know how you can exist in 2022 without it. Like, maybe you don't have to be on your phone 24 seven, but damn, dude, I, I just like, like this is the like, you know, it's modern life, man. Like you need to be able to get on the Internet to do pretty much anything at this point. Yeah. Including by lights, really pissed Very me true. off. Very <laughs> true. Dave is so mad about. I that, was dude. mad. I just wanted hey. some like fucking LED lights for my room, and it was just like everything smart lights. I have a goddamn app on my phone, so I can turn the lights on. Dave, remember Trump oh. became president, dude. Calm down. Everything turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Thank you, buddy. Thank you for reminding me of that. That, uh, Love that you, makes man. me feel a lot better. So yeah, uh, number one. Whose number one was that? I got lost. Is that Alan's? Alan's. Yeah, Alan's that number was one. Mine. The internet. Bloodbath, what's your number one? Uh my number one thing that keeps getting better. I feel like my patience and overall wisdom keep improving with age. I feel like when I was even even like twenty-five. I feel like I would get into something like there'd be a hobby or an interest or a project or, you know, a recipe or something like I want. Oh, I want to do this. I want to make this happen. And I'd spend like five seconds on it and I'd be like, all right, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. I'm just going to throw it away and never do it again. And I feel as I've gotten older, especially when I got into my thirties, but I think even like, you know, at like even like 35 is almost like a peak with like, you know, being a dad and everything else. Like I have so much more patience for like, obviously I have patience for my child. I have patience for like other people around me, but like I've got so much more patience with myself. Like I've learned so much, like I've developed the developed the ability to, you know, f- like I've started playing, I've started picking guitar up again. I've like really developed the time to like sit down and, you know, practice scales and learn, you know, different techniques. And like, you know, I want to learn a song and I really like study it and like take it bit by bit and practice, practice, practice. And like, it's just a level of patience for something that I, I never had before. You know, if I want to cook something like, you know, I'll make it once eh, it kind of like rushed it. I'll try it again and again. And like, there's a real patience and ability to like, take my time and, you know, learn, you know, do a little better each time. And, there's a wisdom that comes along with that. And like, it's interesting to me, like once you start working on a skill or an ability, and if you start to get good at it, not really even master, but if you start to kind of get good at it, you start to learn how to apply the knowledge of that skill to like other things. And that in turn kind of makes you feel a little smarter about it gives you a confidence about so many other subjects that maybe you didn't like 
research a lot or learn a lot about or get involved with, but like, because you've started down the path of like trying to like learn something and gain some knowledge and an ability, like you start to see like how everything connects and works together. And I think that's something that I feel keeps improving with me as I get older. I don't know if you guys have the same experience. Well, so like, yeah, dude. So this is, I, I, I guess it kind of links back to my answer about like my work ethic, but I, I really feel like what you kind of delved into is like not having a fear of failure, like, like sort of realizing that like, you're, you're not going to be good at stuff you're trying to do. Um, and that was something like, you know, I've for my entire life just been like, no, forget it on like everything. But now I'm like, a- as an adult, I'm like, no, dude, you got to know how to fix the toaster or else you got to buy a new <laughs> toaster, my guy. Like, you know, so uh, I, I I think patience is, is a really, really good one. And I, I imagine it like completely flips itself to a new level, like, you know, being like a like a parent too. like that. That's like one side of patience that I could like never understand even if i wanted to um, you know unless i had a kid or or whatever but like I, I i do think there is that like kind of like okay so like you you know as you're gonna fail at like dude a lot of shit that you do in your life and patience as they say is a virtue man you're, you're never gonna be able to make it unless you're patient enough to get good at things that like you know will help you like sustain like survival you know so i i really like that answer man patience is it's 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 unheralded man like if you do not have any in it i guarantee you everybody hates you and you have no friends as a 30 you know four-year-old guy like i i don't have time for people who don't have patience for stuff like who can't like let little shit go and 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 like delve into like like being angry and stuff so i i i really like that answer bloodbath i think it's i think part of it too is like you know it's like if i want to if there's something i want to do I don't feel like I have to like conquer the world with it. Like if I were going to sit down and be like, Oh, I want to start playing guitar again. Start, um, you want to start drawing or painting. Like I'm totally fine with, okay, I made 50 shitty drawings in a row of the same thing. And the 51st is a little bit better. And then the 60th is a little bit better. Like, I feel like there was a time where it was like, all right, I made two drawings or I did two paintings or I played two songs. And like that second one didn't make me feel like I was going to like set the world on fire. So fuck it. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I mean, you say like failure and I'm like, I think you're right in that. I don't feel like I have a fear of failure, but like I also have a fear of like, I feel it's more like, no, I want to, I really want to get this right. I want to, I want to make this or I want, I want to learn this song. So like, I want to learn it right. And I don't care if it takes me a year to do it. I just want to get it right. And if I do it for five minutes a day, you know, that's all, all the time I can devote to it. I'm happy with that. It's not like I felt like I have to, like, figure it out tomorrow to, like, make sure everybody can hear me play. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And just kind of like what Aaron was saying, too. Like, I think that that's something that I like about myself is that if something kind of annoying but not important happens like i'm i'm better than i used to be at just being like all right that sucks like let's just take a second acknowledge that that sucks and then let's move on because it's not important let's just not devote our attention to that and i think that that's something that's really really uh, useful um and something that i hope people get better at as you get older is just kind of like letting a bunch of stuff slide. Cause it's just not, 
not going to benefit you to give it any attention at all, especially like, you know, stuff that maybe like a stranger in passing, you know, looks at you weird or like bumps your shoulder on the street or something. And it's just like, you know, whatever, who cares? I don't have the keeps it real. (laughs) Yeah. I lost that. I lost that. I do not keep it real. And like, let's just like, we'll go back to video games very quickly. Like, dude, there are some video games that I play today that I could not have played when I was 13, 14 years old because I did not have the patience to like, like Elden Ring. I, 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 there has never been a point in my life where I've had the patience to do something like that. And now I could, and I didn't get angry or break a controller or kick a hole through my roommate. It was the video games are (laughs) better because I'm patient. Yeah, that's totally true too. Do you feel, or maybe Alan, let me ask you this, since you've been a little quiet on this one. Do you ever feel like, okay, well, I can go on YouTube and I can see a hundred people who are like so much better at this that I will never even come close. So like, I just don't care how bad I am. I don't care if I, if I'm a million times lesser than this person. Like that to me is like been like the big like thing as I've gotten older is like I've just I acknowledge like, yeah, like this person is so much better at this than me than I'll ever be. Uh, So I just don't need to like like Dave was saying, it's like I don't even need to to devote energy into thinking about it. Like, I'll just do what I want to do. I want to like paint a painting. I'm going to paint a painting. Does that make does that make sense? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I I try not to compare like skills like that against other people i just try to do the best that i can do whatever i'm doing i just try to do the best that i can do sometimes it's gonna work out sometimes it's not gonna work out um but you know you just gotta try the best you can try every time all right if you do that then then what the fuck right i feel i feel i feel that's pretty legit i also think like (laughs) this sounds weird i I think the older you get, the less critical people become of like things you do. Like, you know, like if I make a sandwich and, you know, someone's like, oh, all right, that's that's okay. They're, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, you fucking suck. They're like, I don't know. He's 35. He made me an okay sandwich. How are you going to get mad over this? Okay. (laughs) I won't bust bust his chops over it. (laughs) I hope that's how your your legal career is, too. Like, they're like, oh, he didn't get me off. That's all right. I try to go through life not giving a fuck. Like, I mean, that's like my whole my whole goal. Not give a fuck. Just try the best you can. Right. I spent 10 yeah. years in Rikers, but Alan seemed like a nice guy. So I'm not going to hold that against him. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was number one for Bloodbath Patience. And uh, moving on to honorable mentions, uh, lightning round style. So my Honorable mention thing that keeps getting better is the tube podcast network yeah. and associated community. Tales from the backlogs going great. Top three took a little break, but we're back. We're in our groove. The community in the Discord server is a kick-ass group of people. I'm very happy with the group that have chosen to hang out in the Discord server. The Patreon is great. The tube, fucking a, awesome. What about you, Aaron? Uh, my honorable mention is my relationships with each and every one of you guys. Uh, there was, you know, no matter, uh, how far away we are or, uh, how little we talk, we're still able to come together on this thing, which uh, also honorable, honorable mention this podcast too. 
but yeah, my relationship with you guys it just keeps growing. We've seen each other do, we've seen each other at our worst, ev- every single one of us. And uh, we're still friends and we still have love for each other and we're still hanging out and talking to this day in whatever capacity we can. So yeah, my relationship with you guys. I love you guys. Love you too, buddy. Yeah, love, love you, too, buddy. Alan, how about you? Uh, I have a few. Uh, medical science. Uh, pretty impressive stuff. Mm, I don't agree with uh, that. There's no math there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. I don't. I don't know the math. Um, walking the dog. I like it a lot more than I used to, and uh, there are a lot of better leashes than there used to be. <laughs> Yogurt, cell phones, and they can do pretty much anything. <laughs> Yogurt. No further explanation. <laughs> yeah, you know, yogurt used to be really bad. It was it was all just like dead and fruit at the bottom stuff. Yeah, I, that bullshit. You know? Yeah, I mean, like it's much better now, much much better. Yeah, uh, totally. Agree. Car keys, car keys, my other one. You don't even have to put them in the car anymore. You just have to keep them in your pocket. All right. Funny Blood story. Back, how about you? All right. Funny story about your car keys, Alan. Uh, if you have a remote start. And the batteries go dead. So my, my remote starter has stopped working. The, mm-hmm. I put new batteries in it and it still won't work. So like I can't start my car. And I like go to the dealership. I'm like, hey, like what can I do about it? I mean, you have to have our towed to us. I'm like, for real? And then they're like, oh, there's a kill switch. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, so your key fob, you just like, there's a certain location in the cup holder where if you set yeah. it right there, it bypasses and you can just start your car. I think it's the craziest thing in the world. Really stupid. <laughs> but like crazy. So that's how I had to drive now. I had to always keep my key fob in this one exact location. Otherwise, the car stops running. <laughs> my, my old one, my new one does not have the keyless entry or the keyless start. My old car, um, you pop the back open. Mm-hmm. And there would be like a little shitty looking key in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then they'd have like a little hidden pop out area that you'd pop a little tab out and you could jam the key in there. And then the yeah. car would start. It was, uh, it was a mess. Wild, weird, wild stuff. But still, you don't have to, you don't have to keep them like, you know, you just toss it in your bag, toss it in your pocket. 99 percent of the time at work oh yeah uh my honorable mention is board games board games keep getting better uh they were i'm never been a huge board game person but like you go down some of the aisles in different like bookstores or other like kind of you know like a fye has a lot of like board games now um i guess board games have kind of become like hipster stuff but uh, there's like some legit cool board games out there, like really neat, like really creative, like really, really cool. Totally nice. agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge board game person either, but the few times that someone has been like, hey, I brought this new board game. Let's play like um, like the Game of Thrones board game, for example, like a ton of fun. So, yeah, Totally. All right, uh, so let's get into our listener responses for this episode, and we had quite a few, a lot of good answers. Um, I'm going to get us started with Chris C. from the Retro Hangover Podcast, who's a patron of the Tube. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Chris's number three is breasts. 
Could correct. not agree more, my man. Yes, we, correct. Uh, I think we can just call it here. So thank you everybody for listening. Yeah, Chris, we appreciate good, you good very w, much. bro. Yeah. Um, Chris's number two is marijuana legalization. And number one, the feeling I get knowing I'll be out of the military in two years. Hang in there, buddy. Great answer. Uh, next up, we have Chris N., also a uh, patron of the tube. Number three, video games in general. Great answer. Number two, my taste palette, also discussed. Great answer. Number one, my excuses not to leave the house. Yeah, I'm sure you get better at it over time. Uh, honorable <laughs> mention, hanging out with my kids. But I feel like in about a decade, that's going to steeply decline. That's true, dude. But then eventually, they'll be old enough to take care of you when they're rich, famous pop stars. So Yeah, 100%. Uh, ne- next up is Moonborn who is a member through Patreon and Moonborn's number three is the Kirby series. Is this Craig? It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. But let's all it's, call it's it Moonborn, Moonborn yeah. now. <laughs> Craig's down at the Craig's down later. All right. Fair enough. Uh, number two, the availability of handheld devices that you can play Super Metroid on. Fair point. Yeah, and number a- one, the tube podcast network, which is objectively dope. Correct. I've never heard Alan say dope before. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I like it. I'm not taking right. it back. Next up, we have Colby from Patreon. Number three, memes, which I agree. I feel like the first time I saw memes or heard about them, I was like, I don't quite understand, but memes have gotten much better. Number two, this community, which I think he means our Patreon community, which I agree with. It's dope. And number one, Justin Fields. Fields, true dual threat quarterback. Honorable mention, my physique. Colby, my physique is great too, son. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, I'm not sure if Colby's talking about the tube community or like the podcaster community. Colby's from the Switch It Up uh, podcast. Um, Both objectively fucking rule though. Both communities. Uh, So... Next up is Ryan from Listoff Podcast, another patron of the Tube. Thank you, Ryan. Number three, video game graphics. Uh, so many jaw-dropping games. Could not agree more. Number two, my patience. So Ryan and Bloodbath, same ideas. And number one, the availability of foods that were once considered niche, like Thai, Indian, Vietnamese, etc. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He doesn't have to go. He doesn't have to be a dirty person and be like ethnic food. Aaron. Cancel, cancel Aaron Angle. Uh, I forget my Twitter handle or I'd link it. All right. Next up, we have Rick, uh, a patron from the Pixel Podcast Radio. Pixel Project Radio Podcast. Number three, beard care products. Wouldn't know. My beard's uh, immaculate all the time. Number two, handheld emulation. I don't know what that means. I'm going to assume it's sexual. Uh, and his number one is Donald Trump's reelection bid. That's a very weird <laughs> list you have right there, Rick. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Rick entrusted you to give him his number one. He actually did yeah. that on purpose. He said, uh, I'm yeah. going to intentionally <laughs> leave it blank. Him. So that's what you get, Rick. Um, <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Handheld emulation, like video game emulation. You can play oh, at this okay. point. You can play any on the Steam Deck. You can play Switch games, but you can play basically everything except for like PS4 games. Anything else I think you can do. I thought it was a jack off thing for real, dude. I was very confused. The the second part of that was that you can put your dick in it. Okay, I'll buy one. (laughs) Um, Next up is Qua, 
who's number three is internet speed, which is much, much better. Uh, number two is screen resolution. My eyesight is going, so I'm going to take your word for it. Number one is cell phone cameras, which, yeah, no, absolutely, they're much better. Dave, your wife is just adorable. Yeah. Her, like, pics, she's so wholesome. Yeah, except for when she's shitting on the music that I like. Well, but it's you guys ever, you guys, like, ever get one of those, you know, Facebook memories or Instagram does this too, where they'll show you like, here's a picture you took two years ago. And you're like, Jesus, that camera was shitty. Like what the fuck? Yeah. They look like you can take pictures on like iPhones and shit. Now that are like high resolution, like movie quality pictures. It's fucking insane. Yeah. All right. Next up we have Mo lifelong enemy of Aaron angle. <laughs> hashtag, ca- hashtag cancel Aaron. Number three, <laughs> weed. It's too good. Hashtag bring back mids. Number two, shower head technology. Mo spends a lot of time enjoying himself in the shower inappropriately. <laughs> Number one, the at home NFL Sunday viewing experience. Uh, honorable mention food trucks, TVs, and baseball stadiums. Food trucks is a good one. I feel like food trucks like are always like dope as fuck. Yeah, they're always getting better. And thank you for also using dope. I really bring it really back. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Alan good. needed that one. We're not. We're not bringing it back. People still say it. It's just I say it all the Alan. time. Yeah, he's a lawyer. That's weird. <laughs> uh, next up is Patrick from the Retrospectives podcast. Number three, emulation. Again, uh, you can emulate anything now except for like PS4. I think. Um, Number two, Walking Sims, another video game genre. And number one, indie gaming. Pretty similar to what me and Aaron were talking about. There is an indie game for everybody out there. Correct. Uh, Next up, we have Nick. Ooh, rough. Not a patron. We'll take care of this in editing, boys. Uh, (laughs) Number three, picture quality overall for any form of entertainment. Number two, human athleticism. Number one, wine. An honorable mention, my wife. I think the honeymoon period is over. You know what, Nick? I also think your wife is getting better, my guy. Good answers, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't say that like Borat, though. I mean... I, I, I missed an opportunity. Bloodbath, will you say it like Borat? <laughs> my wife. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Golf claps. Excellent. Uh, next up is Thrizzy, who's number three is McDonald's Sprite. I don't even drink Sprite out of cans anymore. McDonald's Sprite. Number two, the dollar store near my house. I don't know where he lives, but I bet it's a good one. I got neighbors. One, take us to that dollar store. I want to see what's up. <laughs> yeah, bro. Maybe I like Fabergé eggs and creme brulee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one is Thrizzy's credit score. So anybody that's got Thrizzy's info out there, go ahead. You know, oh, now yeah. the time. Yeah, li- 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 link that. Uh, link that in the episode description, Dave. Yeah, Let's do we'll this. put we'll put his social security number and address and make a model of his first I, uh, car down. I- I'm still getting his old mail, dude. We could do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have uh, Thirty and Nerdy Podcast. Number three, my fiance. Number two, Bourbon. And number one, Gary Oldman. 
Yes. Gary Oldman is a treasure. National treasure. I hate bourbon, but it's probably getting better, right? Like it's it's legal now. That's one. That's like one good thing for it. Bourbon's been legal for a long, long time. Um, it wasn't at one point. I'm just saying it. it it's getting better no matter how. <laughs> <gross> <laughs> <I think. laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Since 1911, bourbon's been. Hey, getting I talked about that. We, we talked about 60s basketball or whatever. What? All right. Next up, we have Craig. See, here's Craig. Uh, Craig's number three is coffee. Uh, he did say USA soccer, but I reminded him that they couldn't beat Wales, which is a country that has 65 people in it. Like a disgrace. Uh, so number three, coffee. Shout out to all of our Welsh listeners. We love you very much. Um, number three, coffee. Number two, technology. Number one, me, uh, which I can only assume that it's me reading this. So Dave, thank you, Craig. <laughs> I really appreciate that, buddy been having a hard time lately and your kind words are just keeping me going. Um, number and his honorable mention is ice cream. Hell yeah. <laughs> ice cream has been pretty legit. Pretty legit. There. Ooh. I, like I said, I went to Dorothy lane and there were like 600 kinds of ice cream. Next up we have rat boy. His number three is the NFL, the no fun league. Okay. Uh, number two is the MLB, which is most loyal B. Sean Frisay, which was my old dog Daisy. It's also right about that. Uh, his number one is coffee. Must be drinking that Maxwell house house because it all tastes the same and it's affordable. Uh, and honorable mention the rat hour with rat boy and weenie now with 100% more angle. That's me. Uh -oh. That's me. I'm not oh, on it. Okay. I don't know why okay. you said that. I have no idea why you said that. <laughs> he just be saying shit. He just be talking. <laughs> <laughs> next up is weenie whose number three is carl not being involved with the rat hour with rat boy and weenie now with 100 percent more angle i don't know what any of it means gross <laughs> whose number two is being an adult and buying whatever i want which is very fun and number one is car safety which is a very good one and it probably has a lot to do with you know car design and road design and speed limit moderation i mean there are a lot of things that go into car safety weenie that's the most excited alan got all night guys yeah wild I mean, can we do all right so next episode we want to get alan more involved we're going to do top three car safety advancements in the 21st yeah, century yeah, top three road signs by color <laughs> <laughs> So that is all of our listener responses for this episode. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. We appreciate you very much. Um, if you would like to participate in future episodes of the show, the best way to do that is to join our Discord server where you're going to get first uh, crack at the new topic. And you will also be part of our Discord server where you can talk about all kinds of cool shit. You can talk about the episode. You can share your list of top three things that keep getting better. Um, we have a bunch of dedicated channels for movies, uh, music, video games, all kinds of stuff. So you'll find a link down in the show notes. If you would like to join, we would love to have you. And I promise Aaron is only there about once a month or so. I wouldn't even say that, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm barely there, guys. Yeah. And when I, you'll never even notice. There's so many comments. I'll, I'll get buried. Yeah. So. Thank you, everybody, for your uh, contributions. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, things to do if you would like to support the Tube and a Top 3 podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please uh, head on over to 
your podcast app, which you're listening to right now. You don't have to go anywhere. You're already listening. Uh, Leave a rating and review if your app allows it, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Addict, etc. Guys, did you know that we got a three-star review? So someone... Not completely satisfied. We got them. That means... Did they leave their name? No, they didn't leave a review. It was just a just a, a three star rating, um, which means one of two things. Okay, the first option is that someone who doesn't know any of us listened to the show and they were like, "This is an That's average okay. podcast." Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's or. Good the other option is someone who does know us listened to the show and was like, I don't care that I know these guys. This is an average podcast. <laughs> yeah, you did say average podcast in both, right? Seems like we suckered them into yeah. using their uh, internet bandwidth to say something about us. Gotta be right. Yeah. Could not be could not be aired. Could yeah. not be <laughs> or Bloodbath so, or Allen for real. So yeah. Um, leaving ratings and reviews is fun. And I just think it's fun that we finally got a review that is uh, <laughs> wasn't five star because that wasn't five star because they're not like literally the four <laughs> of mom. us, our closest friends and my mom. So <laughs> even my wife won't leave a rating on the show. <laughs> it's because she knows she'd pick three and you'd have to get rid of her. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. So thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Uh, let's, when's this episode going to come out? It's going to come out sometime in December. So we maybe we'll have a, a holiday centered topic or something like that. So bye. <laughs> the three star man. <laughs> bye. <laughs>